Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis, a.k.a. Allie. I'm Dad. A.k.a. Tony. This is show 124. That's awesome. I'm like super excited for our guests this morning. Me too. Joining us from breakfast from right here in the Metroplex, but way deep in the Metroplex. You want to introduce her? Yes, this is our new friend, Demi Austin Thomas. Yay. Yay. Welcome. I'm excited to be here. Sis, this is our first, like, really super TV star. I know. That we've had and on our show. We have our to. Our little podcast here in Chick-fil-A. No way. Y'all just need to Google her name. She's the first thing that pops up. She, she owns. <laughs> she has the serious SEO on and this thing. And she has the coolest red glasses. I know like, it. that's your thing, yes? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally when did that start? You know, it's interesting. I uh, ordered these glasses. Um, we, it, it, it's, it's just a fluke. Honestly, <laughs> uh, I thought these glasses were going to be, uh, like a black. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we designed them in. Nope. Nope. They're red and yep. like, which just, we're like, awesome. we're used to wear them. Oh what? my gosh. Mm-hmm. No, they, like, are, they are so you. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Now well, it's, it's like literally your thing. You got it in your logo. Like, I love it. I love oh, it God, so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, you it's need not that all about her glasses. Well, of course. But you need that something. I always say, like, my rant kind of this. I have rants every week. So my rant's like, be top of mind. And that is such an easy thing yeah. of, like, own it. The, own it. She's got the red glasses. It's just yeah. such a one thing that you can like just kind of pull into. Of like, oh, this hair. is it. I own gray hair. And, and do you. Yeah. That's the thing. Be your own unique you. That's right. So I'm just owning bald. Yeah, there you go. I'm just, I'm just going to own it. <laughs> Looks well, good on you. Well, there you sem- go. Sem- semi-bald. I can't, I can't go, I can't let go of the little bit I have. <laughs> tell us, tell us what you do. What's your, what's your, I guess you would call it your day gig. Uh, elevator pitch. My, so day gig is, you know, I love the world of hospice, mm-hmm. love the hospice, and um, I love people, and I do parent and family coaching. Okay. Yeah. This is, you're perfect for our show. <laughs> Not only do we need it, we, we should just do a like session right now. We need episode one, and then probably episode <laughs> 10, 10 and, then, I know. and then like 12. So our audience is, is pretty unique. It's, mm-hmm. it's very diverse, mm-hmm. mostly young entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Mostly women. Um, mostly women. Yep. Mostly mem- women with kids. And mostly women with kids. I oh, so, I, so I, when we say mostly, we know that's a very large population. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we have listeners in 26 different countries. Wow. Um, and we get tons of notes and emails from them. Mm-hmm. Often it's because they'll listen and they'll go, wow, I wish I had a relationship with one of my parents growing up. Mm. Or I wish I could have that kind of relationship with one of my kids. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is just the curiosity of just, you know, Allie and I sitting here in Chick-fil-A and talking for 14 mm-hmm. years um, and having that conversation. But you do this, you kind of go in, you're like the SEAL team that goes in and helps families when there's Trouble, tweaking, turmoil, yep. transformation, all absolutely. the above. Yeah. Just absolutely. Because. Bridging the gap, having those uncomfortable conversations. Sometimes you don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, really uncovering, creating some self-discovery and awareness uh, for families and really just dealing with the heart of their stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes we just don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And so having a mediator or yeah. someone who can actually come in and be uh, not only transparent, but be very real mm-hmm. and raw with you and say, let's put it on the table. I have a term for you. Mm. I call you a professional unpacker. Ooh, yes. that's good. Well, because, you know, we have, and Allie and I talk. You always say that. Let's unpack this. That's yes. right. And, and so that's I, dad is like, huh, unpack that for let's me. Un- I'm let's like, unpack okay. It. So 
we talk all the time that we need people in our lives. We call them our personal board of directors, you know, somebody ahead of you, somebody in the same season, and somebody that you're bringing in alone. Those are kind of your daily unpackers. Mm -hmm. But there's times mm -hmm. that you got enough stuff, you need a professional unpacker. Mm -hmm. Somebody who knows how to professionally unpack all this stuff, you're a professional unpacker. I love that. Thank you. Well, that's kind I of like a big that. darn deal. Because you are a big darn deal. So here, here's, okay, so here's the thing, and I want to just kind of throw this out for everybody listening. Is it a fair statement to say that there is no such thing as an absolutely perfect family? Show uh, me one. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Show so me one. So if we start with that baseline. Show me one. Because here's, here's what I've discovered. In, in, in my role, you know, I'm the chief people officer for an international tax company. So I, I guess I'm this is turning into a, a therapy session. It, a little <laughs> bit because this is – anytime we get a professional unpacker on, I want some unpacking advice here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we see every single day that the well-being of our, of our team members, it's a, it's a big darn deal. Mm -hmm. And there is a perception I think people have mm -hmm. that if I have to go to a counselor, I'm broken. Oh yeah. Can you can you help people kind of get good with that? Yeah, I mean, and and that's because I think it's a false. That it's Oklahoma a bad belief. education's it's a, real coming out. <laughs> and, it, and it's a, and it's a false perception. But what we do is we put on our faces every single day. Oh yeah. yeah. We take pictures. We post them on social media. Thank you. Yeah. And we don't post the bad pictures. We don't post the broken pieces. Right. We want people to see right. that. Everything is good here. Yeah. And the reality is that it's, it's not. It's just like a hi our highlight reel. It is. It's a complete reel. And you know what? And we unfortunately live, we want to stay in that space because that's what we want to believe. And we don't want to fix our stuff. We don't want to do it. We don't even want to admit we have stuff. No, we don't. So what do you tell that person who thinks that, like, oh, I don't, I don't need you because I'm either not broken or I don't want to feel broken? Well, typically what I tell those people is that you have, we all have choices in life. Mm -hmm. And you can either choose to live a life that is filled with freedom and liberty mm -hmm. and peace and joy and happiness, or you can stay living a life that's full of fluff, mm. fooling only yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so you have to make a decision. Like, do you want to fix this or do you want to continue to feel this? Mm -hmm. And I believe, you know, and for me, and I'll just be very transparent with you, um, you know, I come from a, a, a great background. My parents, great loving people, love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's the stigma in any Christian home, or not in every Christian home, but some people feel like, you know, I'm going to pray about it. Yeah. And I'm going to give it to Jesus. I'm going to give it to God. And he's going to work it out and blah, 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 blah. No, <laughs> you're going to feel that thing till you fix it. Yeah. Because the word says that faith without works is dead. Mm. Yeah. That means you got to do some work. Yeah. And you have to be a part of the process of healing. Yeah. And I what we that. do is we want to sweep it under the rug and mm -hmm. we just don't want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate. How do you get people past the initial shame that often causes people mm -hmm. to pull back? How, how, what's, what's the... I mean, what do you say to them right off the bat? I because think, I think that holds a lot of people back. Yeah, I think it's understanding and coming to grips with the idea that we are not perfect people. Mm -hmm. No one is. And, and, I, and, and what we have to do is be open and honest with ourselves mm -hmm. in accepting those imperfections right. and understanding that, you know what? It happened, but life goes on. Mm -hmm. 
and mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. I've often realized that even for me, um, exposing my own wounds was never really for me. It was mm-hmm. the transparency of what other people needed and what other people wanted in their lives, but they couldn't, they didn't have the example. They didn't have the demonstration. They didn't have the idea of what that looks like because TV tells us this is oh, what's yeah. real. Right. This is what's happening. This or is social media. Or, or social something. media, right, absolutely. Right, right. And we gravitate to those images and it's not real. And really what you're dealing with even on social media and in reality television are broken people. Mm-hmm. Broken yeah. people. Well, yeah, man. One of my favorite words that I've included in um, one of my recent talks is the word sincere. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to an old Greek word, about 2,000-year-old Greek word, that act, the, the definition means to be judged by light, mm-hmm. right? Sincere, to be judged by light, sincere. And in, in the old days, you know, a potter would make something, and if they didn't get to that clay pot at the right time, it would dry out too quick, and it would create cracks in that pot. So mm-hmm. they had two choices. Break it up and start over again, mm-hmm. or fill the cracks with wax, glaze yeah. over it, and mm-hmm. sell it for perfect when actually it was cracked. And mm-hmm. so a wise shopper in the marketplace would actually take that pot, hold it up to the light, and the light would reveal the cracks. Mm-hmm. Sincere, the sunlight would mm-hmm. reveal the cracks. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, I said, look, sincerity, being really sincere in your integrity and whatever you yeah. do, is the willingness to say, I've got cracks. Yes. To be held up to the light yes. and say, hey, look, I've got cracks. Yeah. I'm not varnishing over and trying to sell you something mm-hmm. that is not. Yeah. And I, t- I tell people that all the time, that true sincerity is being willing to be held up to the light Absolutely. and have the cracks exposed. Absolutely. And, and really, like, when that happens on social media, people swarm to it. And that's what they want. They want Thank it. They you. want authenticity. They yes. want transparency. Show me. But, like, right. actual. Your, absolutely. Now there's, yeah. like, this thing going, like, be authentic. But I feel like it's, like, it's still fake. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, fake this, is my, this, is my, mm-hmm. this is my true self. And like you're not fooling anyone. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not fooling anyone. Yeah. 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 So you started B, as in B-E, Empowered. Uh-huh. When did this come along? Uh, so I started B Empowered Incorporated probably back in 2012. And it really is kind of, honestly, just a... It just happened. It just really kind of happened. So I started doing this. Isn't that how it mostly happens? Yeah. Yeah, right. There's so, a need. Yeah, it's, there's a need. Yeah. And so I started doing this um, community girls' night out called mm-hmm. Pillow Talk, which is really Cute. taboo. Everybody's like, oh, my God. Yes. What's she doing? Because most people don't know I'm a minister as well. And so they're like, oh, she's going straight to hell with that name. <laughs> but it was just a name that I just came up with because it was intimate conversations, yeah. right? And so it's the best part of sleepovers. Yes. And so um, it was on a Friday night. It was really to inform, inspire, and celebrate girls, and um, or more so women. Started on a Friday night, January 2010. I'll never forget this. Thought maybe 20 women would show up. Mm-hmm. We had over 126 ladies <gasps> that showed up. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yep. Wow. And so it was kind of like, oh, it's a one time thing. We'll just, you know, wow. maybe do this next year. Uh, 90 days later, I ended up doing the event uh, again. And mm-hmm. we had over 600 women that showed up. What? Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Wow. 90 days later, we had another 600 women that showed Are up. Are these free events? Free events. Yes. Free community events, which yeah. told me there was a need yeah, yeah, for yeah. it. Absolutely. Yes. There was a need. And so I thought, okay, like what's next? And so uh, each one of our events would 
focus on hard conversations, you yeah. know, about self-identity, mm-hmm. um, self-positivity, fear, b- fear mm-hmm. anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. suicide. We were just having those real hard conversations that nobody was really talking about in mm-hmm. the marketplace or really wanted to be exposing mm-hmm. about themselves. And so I was just willing to put myself out there to say, yeah. I don't have the answers and I'm imperfect, but let's figure it out together. Yeah. And while we're doing it, let's girl, let's have it. some fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so are you still doing these? So we stopped doing the events probably about ooh, four years ago. And we combined them all into one big event uh, to the I Live Women's and Girls Wellness and Lifestyle Expo. Awesome. Uh, okay. Because we had so many that. women mm-hmm. who were going, I want to bring my daughter. And we were like, mm, yeah. no, let's maybe create something else. And it's just been so much easier. So now we have thousands of women who actually come to this event annually. That's awesome. Uh, we just did our April event, which is called GLOW which is our Fine. community girls night out that we just rebooted. So Fine. we're excited. It's this an exciting when's time. When's the next event? So this event is coming up is July 27th. It's the women's expo. And Ooh, that's coming up like soon. Like yeah. in two weeks. Yes. Oh my gosh. Can mm-hmm. people still buy tickets? They can still, you don't have to buy tickets because it's free. Awesome. It's so you don't need event. to like RSVP or anything. You just need to go to the website at ilivexpo.com. I, okay. I'll put that in the show notes yes. too. Awesome. And there's so much that's going on. With Here in Dallas area. It's in Arlington, Texas. In Arlington, mm-hmm. Texas. At UTA. Ooh, and we ha- it's presented by Walmart. I saw that. Um, online grocery pickup. And we do a Mommy and Me Healthy Cooking Challenge. So much fun. Cute. We have a Mommy and Mini paint jam session. Cute. And then this year we have our Her Story, which is our girls empowerment panel that's uh, sponsored by T-Mobile. So it's that's an exciting awesome. year for us Is it mainly year. for like um, moms? You know, it, this event really just started out for just chicks in general mm-hmm. and then you know it started kind of start Evolved. going into she this. can, can I call bring them chicks <laughs> I, know. I love that i could get in trouble too. if i i know it's, we're in chick-fil-a yeah too. chick-fil-a yeah yeah so i'll say you know it's it is uh it's a chick event it really yeah. is and so if you're a mom and you have a, a daughter bring them yeah. yeah just come and have so much fun and i think it's kind of evolved into to this mom and daughter thing is because me and my daughter host it. That's awesome. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah, we host what's a one, it. What's one takeaway somebody would come away with? And I know I know there's a thousand, but oh. what, what would be one takeaway? Maybe something that you've taken away each mm. year or something. Take away the idea of having to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's just been a really big thing for me um, in being intentional mm-hmm. about your presence, um, especially for mom bosses. Understand that, yes, you have this amazing business that you're excited about, but be intentional about how you plan for your yeah. family. Okay, unpack that. I love that <laughs> well, word, unpack, intentional. Uh, I feel I see a lot. I'm not a mom, and uh-huh. I don't have... She has cats. I have cats. <laughs> you're, but a mommy, you're a mommy to fur babies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I see a ton of my friends are have businesses and also have kids or want more kids. And then on Instagram and on social media, the, the word, the buzzword is always mom guilt. Mm-hmm. So how do you, like, what, do, what are your thoughts on, like, that of, like, running a business and then being a mom and... It's all about planning and it's all about prioritizing Mm -hmm. your family. You know, our children, um, as a mom, I really struggled with mom guilt. Yeah. um, And I struggled with it really bad. And to be honest with you, I allowed my family to be the innocent bystanders to my purpose and to my dream. Mm. And I had to do the work to go back and fix it. And I had to figure out how to create a plan and how to prioritize them because they don't ask to be a part of purpose. They just looking for you to be mama. Yeah. They're just looking for you to be a wife. And so for me, it's about not only planning it, but prioritizing the time and knowing when to turn it off. 
-hmm. Balance is so key. We talk about it, but we really don't. Is there such thing yeah. as balance? Yeah, Dad doesn't think that there is such thing I, as work-life balance. Myth. I think it's a myth because the word balance implies equal parts. Oh, yeah, it does. But how it, you got to do your part. Mm -hmm. And you have to be intentional about how you're going to plan it out, how you're mm -hmm. going to carve out space for your kids, how you're going to carve out space for your family, and even for you because you're going to get burned out. And your family gets burned out, too, during the process. Give me some yeah. examples of intentionality. I like this word, but I yeah. think people confuse it sometimes. You know, intentional, we'll use that more so with our kids. It's being mm -hmm. present and not just there. Mm -hmm. When you go to the game, I was yeah. there, but right. were you present? Yeah. Right. Did you know that? On your phone versus oh, in the, in the exactly, conversation. Oh, exactly, in the game. In, right. Exactly. We take our phones and we put our phones in the middle of the table mm -hmm. yeah. so that we can make, connect, make that eye connection. And I can really be present in the space of hearing you and feeling you. Yes. Because I can be sitting here all day processing my grocery list, honey. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And what am I going to pick up? Or yeah. I can be on my phone and just completely unplugged. So yeah. how, can, how can a parent or anybody for that matter uh, communicate that they're plugged in to another person? Because I think there are times to where somebody's like, okay, I'm trying to be present, but the other person, because of confirmation bias or whatever may be kicking in, mm -hmm. they may still have the belief, oh, they're, they're checked out. But this one person sitting over there going, I'm trying my best to listen. I'm listening to everything you say, but I'm really not saying anything. And I seem unplugged. What's one way that I could demonstrate or communicate intentionality or presence when I'm with somebody else? You know, the power of connection for me and for my kids is understanding that I'm managing a personality. Mm -hmm. mm, interesting. And when you are managing a personality... And that for me to have a relationship with you, I've got to spend time with you. Yeah. I also need to know what time looks like for you, for your love language. Because everyone's personality is different. Everyone's personality is different, and everyone's love language is different. Thank yep. you. So What's your love be, language? Oh, gosh. I would have to say You have I, a give and a get. Or, yeah. So what's your give and what's your get? I think it would be affirmation mm. and quality time. To give time. or get? Both. Really? Oh, God. And I can... My kids are like, oh, my God, Mom, you're like way too much. Because uh. <laughs> I'm probably giving way too much affirmation. Yeah. But that's just something I knew that I needed, and I didn't get it as a kid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Me yeah. and my brothers, our love language, all Insane. affirmation. Yeah. Affirmation. Yeah. Qual quality time or? Um, just needing to hear it. Yeah. 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 Words of affirmation. Yeah. yeah, yeah Words yeah. of affirmation. Yeah, yeah, quality yeah. time is a different So one. powerful. Yeah. So powerful. Well, but, yeah. That's true. Oh yeah. And yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Quality time. I love just spending time. Mm -hmm. And, and that to me has been the idea of getting to know your kid or mm -hmm. your wife or your husband. You need to know what their love language is because that's the so connection true. for you and for that person mm -hmm. could be like, well, I'm not dialed in because that's, that's not my language. Right. Yeah. Or it may be a gift. That's it may be something, not just a big gift, but something that's intentional that says, you were thinking. Mm -hmm. You heard me. Oh, you know my favorite color. Mm -hmm. Oh, my favorite color is blue. Because I was given the wrong colors and everything. <laughs> I was like, I got you an orange. They were like, my favorite color is blue. That's the cool <laughs> thing about sis. I, it would be really hard. I'll, although if I bought her a pink shirt right now, yeah, I'd, be, I'd screw up. Right. Yeah, you would. Yeah. But it's, it's pretty easy. <laughs> you know, Dr. Gary Chapman wrote The Five Love Languages, which revolutionized relationships. He also just came out with The Five Languages of Appreciation mm -hmm. in the Workplace, mm. right? Because you can't go in the workplace and say, I love you. It's a little bit of a challenge, right? You can't All do that. You can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> Although people have a need to be appreciated. Absolutely. 
Well, his research, he coupled up with another um, research PhD, and they discovered that the five love languages actually map over to appreciation languages. Mm. And so you can show appreciation to another person. Now, granted, four of the five index to work very well. The fifth one, physical touch. Yeah, I can't do that. Not so much. Probably not in not. the workplace. Yeah. It, it manifests itself different, like, you know, knuckle bumps, high fives. Yeah, exactly. Right, type stuff. However, they even talk about it in their research, because of where we're going from physical touch, you just kind of <laughs> clock out of that mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But the others map. Words of appreciation. Quality right, time. Or affirmation. Absolutely. Um, quality time, acts of service, mm-hmm. you know, gifts. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And we're leaning into that at work right now, because what's what we've discovered is... There's a difference between recognition and appreciation. Absolutely. Ooh. Right? We yeah. recognize mm-hmm. people for projects and work. Appreciation is leaning into who you are as a human. Indeed. And there's such a subtlety. And corporate recognition has gotten a lot of press. Appreciation, not so much. And so we're leaning into So the love languages, not just for families, relationships, coworkers, things like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That's Across huge. The board. It is. Huge. It is. So when you're when you're working with families, is is that kind of a starting point? Yeah. I mean, do you, you kind of start there and say, okay, you understand the personality of the other person, you mm-hmm. understand okay, so that that is a key starting point. Yeah, it is and it has to be. Um, you know, my parents needed a family coach. Oh they my really gosh. did. I, I mean just being honest. Coach. They really did because that's I social- scarred them before I figured that out. Oh man. I mean to be honest with you, um, great people. Yeah. But that is social and emotional connection and engagement my parents completely missed. Mm. They just did. There's no rule book. No, and there isn't. And I think what we often think is that we have the answers uh, as parents, but we don't. And you're having to learn your kid. Your tr- my parents worked. They yep. went. They went to work every day. They provided for their kids. They protected their children. But that connection, that presence, it just wasn't there. Yeah. And I just knew for me, um, I knew I wanted to do things very different. And intentionality was going to be one of those things, and so that's really what I teach mm-hmm. parents uh, to do it with their with their children is not only to be intentional, but then let's start talking about the conversations that they're having in their head. Yeah. Mom doesn't hear me. Mom doesn't see me. Mm-hmm. Dad's not always here because he's working. Let's put on. We do a lot of family meetings. Yeah. I really work with families on trying to incorporate like family meetings for themselves. And how are you gonna have those uncomfortable conversations with our own it sessions? Sure. And yeah. own it sessions are so powerful. They're brutal. They're uh, non judgmental spaces, mm-hmm. but allows that teen or those kids to kind of share their heart instead of sitting in their room contemplating suicide. Yeah. That yeah. was me. Right. So uh, intentionality is so yeah. important, but uh, being able to prioritize your family in the bumps and bruises of raising kids in today's society, I think you have to be much more, uh, in not only intentional, but knowing like how to be present with them That's in their world. Huge. Yeah. Because your world and my world are completely, completely different. different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh. that's exactly how Hilo started. Yeah. We... Dad would ask us like, "Hey, how was your day? How was school?" And we're like, "That's oh, fine," because oh, we yeah. didn't have we didn't know how to Absolutely. have those conversations. We're young; we don't know how to like talk. Yeah. And so, I mean, we know how to talk, but like in those like types of situations, so it was we just set it up of like, "Okay, what's your high part? What's your low part? What did you learn?" And mm-hmm. so it started off as a game, and it's become how we communicate now as yeah. a family. And yeah, and it's like subconsciously good. how we talk and but we did that out of necessity because conversations around the dinner table were just fine 
Yeah, and, and that's what that's the go-to. Yeah, and and nothing would come out. And we would then get we just annoyed. Kinda, yeah, then we just kind of make go into my room. Yeah. yeah, and we just go around the table. What was the high part of your day? What was the low part of your day? What'd you learn? And everybody had to go. And at first, it was like we're making stuff up, you know. Yeah. And, but now. But you it know. was also like with mom how to do it, y'all had like yeah. dad how to do it. Like it yeah, was everybody like, hold yeah. everybody's feet to the fire. Well, yeah. and we, and we yeah. learned easy transparency mm-hmm. early, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, I can remember when Bryn was younger. I don't know if he remembers this, but we'd say, "Bryn, hi, low," and he'd say, "You know, I think it was Mary or something." Mary looked at me today. Yeah, and I'm like, is that the high or the low? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, thank you. He's like, um, and I I teach this to the people I mentor at work, and one of the ladies um, has taught it to her young daughter. Yeah, and she's six. And when I was talking to her, you know, just recently, she said, "This has just changed the way we talk." But my daughter's so cute that she sees the whole conversation as one word: high low. Mm-hmm. Oh. And she'll ask her high low, and she says, "Mom." high low today was and she just gives her one thing but everything and so she's still learning how to kind of yeah, break those things yeah. up yeah although sis um demi's been saying a word over and over again that i think needs to make it into our app what intentional mm-hmm. i really yeah. intentional moments i really love this word yeah i do too okay so a lot of families need a lot not a lot most all families mm-hmm. need professional unpackers Mm -hmm. but not everybody can afford a Mm -hmm. professional unpacker Um, however um, there's a need out there what's one thing a family could do a a single mom um, you know trying their best to raise you know their girl their son Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be maybe it's a single dad what's one thing they could do today they can't afford a they can't afford a professional unpacker Mm -hmm. what's something they could do today to give them a little hope a little hope uh, is, oh God, it's so many things that they can do. It's kind of going through my head. One thing I would say is ice cream. Ooh. Okay. That's What's my love language. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? This isn't fast questions, but go answer. I love banana nut. What? Oh. Mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's banana nut? Is, mm. there, is that a thing? Brahms has the best. <gasps> Brahms, Brahms is the best ice cream ever. We love Brahms. I'm an Oklahoma boy, so. Yeah. I love Brahms. And I say ice cream because, and, and not going through the drive-thru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's in. so simple and so easy. Go in yep. and order some ice cream and sit yep. and talk. Hello. See, that would be perfect. Ice cream over and Do you see how simple that was? Yeah. yeah. That's huge. We make it so complicated. Oh, I'm going to go buy a tennis shoe. No. Yeah. Just walk in together, mm-hmm. order some ice cream. Put your phone in your purse. And put your phone on silent yes in your purse what i hate mm-hmm. is the apple watches oh yeah we'll because they're like because they're like oh my phone's not on me mm-hmm. and then no, they're constantly like looking, looking at, at their, their watch. watch i'm like oh it's just as annoying yeah take it's, it off yeah, yeah, yes yeah. take it turn off. the notifications off yeah. turn it all off because yeah. we're so plugged into all of this technology and mm-hmm. all of this other stuff I know. Mm-hmm. and we're completely unplugged in what's really happening to the, in the most important person in our lives we have no idea what's happening with them yeah because we're so plugged into all these other things and not plugged into the right thing yes oh i just want like 10 shows with I her love it. okay I know. so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go to high low here in a minute but i have one more question to ask and the show notes are going to be like 10 miles long on this thing okay so um, you mentioned being a minister. You mentioned uh, church mom, life, being, being a mom. 
if you go back, you know, 2,000 years ago, mm-hmm. um, somebody acted up in society and mm-hmm. they were stoned. Stoning was like you were stoned for being a Christian. You were stoned mm-hmm. stoned for, you know, um, adultery. You were stoned for a lot. So it was just mm-hmm. take you out, throw rocks, boom. One of my favorite scenes is a uh, lady comes, and they throw her down in front of Jesus, and they're all holding mm-hmm. stones. Mm-hmm. And then the classic line, you know, let those who's without sin throw the first stone. Mm-hmm. I think what gives me encouragement is a gray-haired, you know, middle-aged dude is that it also says that, um, the elders drop their stones first, mm-hmm. which tells me there's still hope for me, mm-hmm. right? And they walked away. So I'm all of that to set up this. I think modern day stoning is social media and bullying. Social media bullying is the modern day version of stoning. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on bullying today and how do we, because Sis and I have had this conversation. People can I thought be you were mean. totally going to be like, how should we punish our children? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do we stone our children? You thought that's where I was going I with that? I 110% were, was... We need to, we need to stone our children. Because that's hard, because I didn't have to... I punished myself, so my parents didn't have to really punish we me. We just looked at her and said, sis, what do you think is your punishment? And she go, oh, it's like <laughs> 10 times more than we ever done. Well, no, 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 no. But my brother, on the other hand, like he was completely he's different. Like, and time he's time served, like, mom. <laughs> I've time already... Served. Uh, yeah. I have already beat myself, and we're like going, dude, you have a, you have a, a you have a promise in the law, man. It's yeah. Like, yeah. No, I'm going with this whole thing that um, online bullying and even bullying at schools, out of control in my belief. Mm-hmm. Am I on or off? Am I wrong? What's the deal? No. You're 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 spot on, and um, you know I really, for me as a mother, and mm-hmm. even for me as a I was bullied as Mm -hmm. a kid and I remember getting on that bus and I hated it. Mm. I would get the clammies, sweaty, but I didn't have the voice. Mm. I didn't have the inner strength. I wasn't bold enough. I wasn't confident enough. I say to parents, allow your child to have a voice. Mm. Let them take their voice back. Let them take their power back. And we have to set up, we have to empower our kids to know that. How you, do they do that? You, you confront your bully. Mm. The, not you the parent, because, see, I think. No, the I, kid. I think it ruins the resilience Indeed. and the grittiness of the kid. So Absolutely. I guess, so, pe- so people are teaching them not to confront them? Yeah, and it's, it's and, and you know, here's the thing. When you confront the bully, I, I do believe that you also have to set it up to yeah. where, you know, if your kid's coming to you and saying, hey, I'm being bullied, mom. Definitely that parent should know, but I also feel like you have to shift that responsibility onto that child to say, mm-hmm. so what are you going to do? How are you going to handle this? Allow them to talk that through because we don't, we don't condone violence. Yeah. Um, however, I do believe like, especially in schools that the counselors should absolutely be involved mm-hmm. and they should be confronted in terms of letting that other kid who's doing the bullying to come in and have a conversation mm-hmm. with that child to be able to say, this is what you're doing. I don't like it. And this is how it makes me feel, mm. and to stop it. I think that's key. Yeah. This is how it makes me that. feel. You, you have to stop it. You, and you have to stop it. Okay, so the other side of that argument is... That always is, taught me to kill him with kindness. Yeah. Well, it, you know... It's like, it's <laughs> and like, you do. That's probably why my giving like, this <laughs> is That's right. It's like horrible. burning coals on their head, right? Yeah. It's like... And she's like, I can do that? I said, like, just, you know, be kind, right? But the other side of that, the other side of that argument is... Um, that if I, 
if I don't go back, then I lose my resilience. Indeed. Right? And then yes. I become, uh, you know, I become weaker in, in the future. Some would say, hey, look, you need a little bit of that bullying in order to make you tough. I, I yeah. mean, look, I grew up in South Oklahoma, and we had two philosophies. Um, you, you know, rub some dirt on it and mm-hmm. get back in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and if somebody was really bullying, you just punch them in the nose and, and go on about your <laughs> yeah. business. So we can't, does that you really can't, help? You can't, that's just that it. You can't yeah. go there. I mean, that's... No, because then you're then bullying you, then. Right. Yeah. You, you, you so become the bully. Yeah. Right. So, so you can't go there. So what I'm hearing you say is that it's, um, it's the appropriate response yes. mm-hmm. hey look this isn't right um this is how it makes me feel and you gotta stop yeah okay so let's accelerate about 10 15 years mm-hmm. now online bullying on social media mm-hmm. amongst millennials amongst grown-ups amongst adulting um the adulting crowd is crazy it is same rules apply same rules apply, but you also have, I think when adults, you do have a little bit more power. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't know how to tap into it. Put those block filters on. Yep. You don't have to tolerate it. You know, you can send them a message and delete let them know. That yeah, you can delete the comment. There's so so isn't there two types, though? I mean, there's the right at you. I'm going to come right at you and attack you. Or block filter the out. Avoid. And the other, well, no, sis, the other is. I just avoid going it. To slam I just you go so Wah. bad. No, but remember, this was about two years ago. Somebody actually was taken to court for this you remember it, the wedding I, it was the wedding photographer that's right so here in dallas a couple years ago wedding photographer performed a service the bride was unhappy the wedding photographer met their contractual obligation the bride who was a semi-influencer on social media took it upon herself to bury this photographer on social mm. media took the photographer took her to court took her to court yeah and, and she won, won. Yeah, a million-dollar judgment against the bride. Wow. Yes. 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 A million yes. dollars. The judge said, you Because she did that much damage and bullying this person. Shut wow. her business. She, she effectively shut the photographer business down mm-hmm. by, quote-unquote, not bullying her directly, mm-hmm. but indirectly in the public marketplace. She took her to court, and she won. So... Not everybody does that. Yeah. Right? But so so I am the person of like if you're bullying me, I'm just going to step away, mm-hmm. avoid you, trip, like go on a completely different path Pathway. and yeah. go and just like not confront it at all. Is that healthy? Is that like, what are your thoughts on that? I think that whatever you have to do for your peace of mind, mm-hmm. for your peace of sanity, you know, do what works for you, mm-hmm. you know, because me, I am probably a little bit more in your face. Yeah. Um, which I wasn't like years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to do what works for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, for some people, it's like I'm going to confront the issue. Because for me, I'm going to confront the issue because I'm going to feel like I should have did this. Or maybe I could have. I want to take my voice back. Yeah. I want to let you know like this how, how this impacted me, how this made me feel. And I want you to feel it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because I want you to get the lesson out of it, too. Yeah. And I think sometimes we try to teach the lesson ourselves, but sometimes you don't have to do that. Right. Well, the rule of thumb on social media is never engage in a conversation if you someone says, have, right. Absolutely. And, and so you would you would say that's okay? Never. Well, it never in a public conversation. But if you take it offline. Yeah. And you have that conversation with that individual offline. 
I definitely say offline and not publicly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think just think that it's just a So the rule of thumb in public, see, I, that's where I think it's the public yeah. stoning. Because now. now it's your integrity and that's right. your, yeah. your character. And now people will start pulling, p- pointing the finger at you saying, well, oh my God, look how you handled it. You should have been, mm-hmm. you know, you should have right. had a private conversation right, right. with that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't that somehow give juice to the bully too when you keep doing oh, yeah. it in public? Oh, yeah. 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 So I think we oh, have to use, counsel. we have yeah. to use best judgment. Um, I've always felt like those private conversations to be have been much more powerful mm-hmm. because now we don't need an audience. That's it. Yeah. We don't need the audience, right. and we don't need the noise. Well, sometimes we're responding to the audience oh, yeah, and uh, not the person. Absolutely, we are. Right. I mean, that's exactly what we're doing. That's mm-hmm. why I say, I'm saying, with even with kids who are being bullied, of course, what does everybody do when there's a fight? Fight! Fight! Mm-hmm. Fight! Yeah. They're all chanting and making the why noise. Why do they do that? They see it on TV. Well, and not even that. I mean, people want an experience. Yeah. Well, it's they like people go to and, and at your games. cost. They don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's entertainment for the day. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. Makes me sad for human race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate. But it's it happening, is. you know? But it's, but it's built into us. Yeah. All right. This has been crazy good. All right. But we got to get to high-low so yeah. we can do fast questions so we don't run out of time. Before we do that, what are kind of what's like your top two favorite tips advice that you've either been given or that you like to give um or three because you're just so full of wisdom be you and do you Mm -hmm. you know i really struggled with my self-identity years uh into even before even becoming anybody's coach how'd you find how'd you find your identity because i get asked all the time like how do i find my style Mm -hmm. how do i find how do i find me and it just seems so silly of a question but it's so hard for people to like really find that because they're always constantly looking at like oh my gosh well she does it so well or she's so cool well the first thing i had to do is i had to kill that false identity in spirit of the spirit of comparison yes because i think it's just so much more easier for us to say oh my god you know what's she doing mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. be you do you stay in your lane know your lane mm-hmm. know what it is that you're supposed to be doing it's so hard all these like it influencers is. are like oh you need this this is amazing this is so cool but you're your i'm own doing this you. you should totally do yeah. this too yeah. it's hard isn't that it the is. whole thing with influencers it's so though hard. to influence and that's you it that's their job yeah. it's that's their, their job yes. their job is to influence you to look just like them exactly but you got to know just how powerful you are how valuable you are Mm -hmm. and know your worth know your value yeah and don't allow anyone to put a price tag on that so is influencers good or bad i don't know i just that's another conversation a whole nother conversation (laughs) so be you do you what's another one i love that be you um embrace your flaws Mm. because that's what makes you yeah. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Embrace your okay, flaws. Okay, so back to my pottery example uh-huh. that we all have cracks. The Japanese, about a thousand years ago, started a, um, a process, and I cannot say the name properly, but what they did is took broken pottery and mm-hmm. filled it with precious um, um, elements like mm-hmm. gold and <laughs> silver, and then turned that broken pot into a just an absolute priceless piece of artwork. And I think it's a brilliant example of embracing your flaws. Yeah, mm-hmm. put some gems on it. Put and some gems on it and going and yeah. rock it. And put some it. pink hair on it. Yeah. Right. Put some shades of yep. gray. beautiful gray mm-hmm. on it. That's right. Or and a ball rock cap. it. Or a ball cap on the ball head. Yes. Either way, just rock it. Yeah. Put some spikes on it. Yeah. Right. And rock it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So embrace your flaws. Em- embrace the cracks. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Is there another one in there? Oh, God. I could go on. All I know <laughs> I could. We could listen to you all day. I know it. Um, I would have to say don't lose you. Mm-hmm. Unpack that. What do you mean? It's so easy to get caught up into so many other things. The influencers. Yep. And you can The comparisons. The comparisons. The pain, the disappointment, the rejection. Yeah. But don't lose you. Or getting, at, especially like, so I like as an artist, you get asked all the time of like, oh, can you do this for me? And oh, I want you to do this. Yeah. And yeah, that's how I started my business. It was all customer because I wasn't confident of making my own work. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to do what they want to do. Yeah. They, I know that they'll love it. Yeah. I was hating it because it wasn't what I truly wanted to do. So even though they loved it, I was miserable making it. And so I was losing myself and I was losing what I liked Mm -hmm. to, to do. So that is so, so true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's powerful. It's easy to do. It is. It is. So we have to learn how to just embrace it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And own it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's much more powerful. Yeah, and being able to own that space of who I am Love and who it. you are. You're amazing. Aww. I'm so glad we're your friends now. <laughs> All right, let's do high-low. High-low. Sis? Um, my high, my is like a high-low in one word. <laughs> the high-low one word? Yeah. I love it. Um, I did a project this week painted a mural. Thought it was going to take all week. I actually finished in two days. <laughs> It's gorgeous, too. It's really great. It's with one of my, like, they are a dream to work with. They love me, and they know, they listen. Like, they're just Ally K fans, and it's just so nice Mm. to work with people that truly, truly get you. Mm. And I'm just like, I want to be your friend after this. Like, this is a thing. I am on day one of this project. It needs scaffolding putting the scaffolding up i i she's listening she's probably gonna listen to this podcast so she now <laughs> gets to know the whole story um it's me and my assistant the scaffolding thing drops luckily we moved out of the way quick enough because it would have fallen on us oh, wow. but instead and dad like is rolling his eyes over here like you gotta be safe you gotta be safe i know i know i know i know but it falls and it busts the tile of this brand new apartment complex. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, no. This per- like this, uh, the nicest people, they're getting me dipping dots. They're praising Which me. Which is her all love language, things. by the way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I have to like call her and be like, I just damaged your property. I just broke your And toe. it's so unprofessional it's never happened i've just i'm sick because i'm i'm wanting so badly to work with them yeah. more yeah i'm like this is and i'm dad has always been like your impression like impression like this is this is it so i was like i'm done she's never gonna work with me anymore it was so i was just like damn i was just so mad at myself but mistakes happen it was a hundred and ten percent a mistake um, which won't happen again. Which will not happen again. I now know, like, I will never put scaffolding up inside a building. I'm going to put it up outside, bring it in, like, all those things. <laughs> um, I've gone over it a million times in my head. But she emails me 
yesterday and she's like we just really love the wall like this is it's never once brought up the tile and she's like mm. we actually have other projects like we want to work with you like it still happened and i'm just like oh thank you so mm. that was a very yes. good like high low moment so I think there's it some, all worked out well and i think there's some big learning <sighs> here too some people would have because it didn't shatter the tile. It put it a dent in it. It just put a dent mm-hmm. in it. it was some people would have tried to not say anything about it and just gone on. But the fact that you... Integrity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had it since the very beginning. Like, mm-hmm. of probably out of the womb. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that... That's just been my personality. The minute I would get, like, a speeding ticket, I immediately came home. I'm like... <gasps> I got a speed ticket. I'm so sorry. And like crying. Her brother indexed on the other yeah, end. Yeah, my brother was all it's the way like, on the other yeah, end. Like yeah. five trying years to later, it's that. going, Bryn, what is this I got in the mail? It's like, uh. Oh, I don't know. What I don't know. I don't yeah. Remember. It was immediately. It was like, um, yeah, there's no well, hiding. Well, she called me after. I mean, <laughs> the, the dust hadn't even settled and she's calling me. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, yeah, I such know. a good girl. I love it. But that was your high and your low. That was my high and low. And then I got to—I had a really great conference, um, and I met Jacqueline Johnson, who's the creator of Cold, Create and Cultivate. Do you know who that? Oh. You need to look into it. It's really great. Um, but she is the founder of that, and I got to do um, some interview stuff, starting a YouTube channel. You yeah, had a busy a, week. It's been a really busy That's but fun amazing. week. I, Congratulations. Thank you. I um, started another board member on my this oh, week. Oh, yep. It's in the Google Docs and everything, so what? it's already you scheduled. You haven't told me. I know. I haven't told you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's been a great. It's actually been a really, really great. It's 7-Eleven oh, day yeah, this 7-11 week. Oh, yeah. 7-Eleven day. Slurpee day. Slurpees. Yeah. Yeah. So this week was like my killer week, killer, yeah. ideal, best week. Good ever. for you, sis. Yeah, That's congratulations. A big gigantic high low. Thank you. I know it was a really, really, really low, but to press through it, I pressed through it. Yeah. You did builds resilience. Yeah, Indeed. and definitely a safety process for the next time. Oh yes, yeah. I know. Learn some lessons along we the way. We learned some lessons, and that's mm-hmm. what it is. That's it's low, and what did we learn? What did we learn? Yeah. What did we learn from the high? Yeah. Hey, that when we make a mistake, we raise our hand and say, you know what? I'm screwed up. Yeah. When there's a low, you figure it out. Yeah. You build a process and you go on. And you yeah. keep on moving. Yeah. yeah that's, I, I'm, I'm so proud of you. I know. I'm so proud of you. All right, Demi. High low. High low. So um, it's actually kind of similar to similar what you were just saying. Mm-hmm. You just dropped a scaffolding? Oh, uh, you dropped a scaffolding. <laughs> so uh, a few weeks ago, I did my first national um, segment. That's so awesome. It. Aired on this week. I was so excited. And that was like the greatest high of my life. Mm-hmm. As well it should be. Yes. I was watching it and I was like, oh my God, I'm sweating. Uh, what is, see, I oh don't my watch. God, I started freaking out. I don't watch any of my stuff because of that purpose. Yep. Because I was so confident, I was so excited, and the minute I watch yep. it, I start yep. to pick out every little every, every little thing. I was like, oh my God, why did I work? I just started, <laughs> like, seriously, it was horrible. No, it was it, it was so was horrible not. that in that moment, I should have been celebrating. My kids were calling me. Yeah. My friends were calling I wouldn't talk to anybody. I would not talk. I didn't take any phone calls. I was crying. Oh. I was in this emotional low. They're never gonna book me again. Mm. It was horrible. I it, when I say it was bad, yeah, 
it was like, do not disturb, literally walking on my head. And my husband was like, you were walking around like somebody stole your bike. <laughs> and I but was yeah, like, at that moment, did. you kind of felt like it. Your bike is your, like, your job, and like you, yeah. like, this is it. Oh, my God. It was just the worst blow. What I learned is not to take myself so seriously. Because mm-hmm. I got booked again. See? Awesome. See? Good for you. Yeah, it but happens. not to take that myself so, so seriously. And you're stop trying to be perfect. Yes. Things happen. Right. Yes. Right. Keep it moving. So that was for for me. My and that's the thing of like, yes, I dropped and I I broke property, but like it wasn't a f- like a failure of it's the project. Exactly. The project was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I talked to the, the to the GC. They're fixing it. Like did all of the steps mm-hmm. in order to like make it successful. And it wasn't a. It, I didn't fail. I it was just a learning opportunity. And it definitely was that for me. Yeah. And, and it's interesting. When I was talking with one of the producers. She. Uh, I was like, oh, my God. I mentioned the sweat. I was like, oh, my God, I was sweating. And she was like. But people are too focused on your words. You know what she said? She said, when we work hard, don't we sweat? Oh, there you go. Yes. When we work hard, don't we sweat? Yes. I love that. So that was powerful Based off that, I'm working hard all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so that was a great takeaway for me. That was so cool. That was a great lesson because at the end of the day, we had great content. We prepared for it. Yes. It was a great opportunity and. Where can people work. see that segment? Yeah. Like, can they see? We work. Can people see that segment somewhere? Um, they can go to my Instagram. Got and they can pull the segment. Got it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I thought people referred to it as glistening. No. Yeah. It was straight up. <laughs> and my husband was like, well, I, I think it was the lights. I was like, I don't know what it is. A mama might have went. I went into like, I'm in this space of menopause uh-huh. where it sucks. Uh-huh. It'll hit you like in a. I'm was, like, it, was it hot in the studio or was it cold? I heard a lot of studios are cold. Because the it's cold, but so then the lights, everything yeah. is going. It's yeah. just so much. And you're just There's like, so oh, my people. God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the lights are definitely But hot. you got booked again. So that was yeah, your high. Yeah, so I booked of another show. So, that's yeah. That's awesome. Tylo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. My week was a similar week. So We just got all of Two them. weeks ago <laughs> was 4th of July week. So it was a short week at the office. This week um, is was another short week because yesterday was our global give back day at our company called Ryan Shears Day. It celebrates our anniversary, same time every year. So quite literally around the world for one entire day, we give back all year long, right? Mm-hmm. We, we do stuff all year long, but one day out of the year, 75 offices in 10 different countries participate in a global give back. Mm-hmm. And so quite literally for an entire day, somebody in our offices were giving back. And so here in Dallas where our corporate office is, um, and the theme is typically, you know, fighting hunger, mm-hmm. people who are food insecure. Um, just in North Texas, there's 800,000 food insecure people, which doesn't mean a lot of time you think about food banks, you're thinking about, you know, homelessness. And while that is an issue, mm-hmm. there are 800,000 people that included in that. Those people don't know where their next meal may right. come from. Mm-hmm. And so the food bank, you know, plays a massive role in that. And so um, we had two shifts working yesterday, and we packed 60, I want to say 66 or 68,000 meals. Wow. Just in our Dallas office yesterday for mm-hmm. the North Texas area, it was powerful it was so powerful that was your high it was it was totally um it was totally our high because you know we have a value that says generosity matters and we also know that when we're grateful Mm -hmm. we're more generous Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But when we're not grateful, we're more entitled. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's and, good. Yes. Because, you know, mm-hmm. I always say that when our gratitude is low, it's filled with entitlement mm-hmm. and it reduces mm-hmm. our ability mm-hmm. to be generous. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. when our gratefulness is high, our ability to be yes. generous is yes. hot, right? Yeah. And it was a tremendous outpouring of just how grateful we are mm-hmm. by showing how generous we are. And it was powerful. It was absolutely powerful, super duper high. Um, and to tag on to that, today is the first day of my vacation. We have closed our office globally for one full week. But yet he is still working. No, it's not. I'm giving, I'm doing volunteer work this week. But oh. um, so love we're, ce- we're celebrating. Uh, we're celebrating our win. We're number 52 on Fortune's top 100 places, best places to work in America. Wow. We're number 52. So we're celebrating, and also we're helping with the total well-being of our team members, and so we're closing the place down for a week. Mm-hmm. It is hard. This is part of my low. It is really hard to shut a place down for a week. Mm-hmm. And so we do have some people that are working, but my bigger low that tags onto that is, and they always come in threes. Mm-hmm. Three people very, very close to us um, in our organization passed away this week. Mm. And so one of them works for me. His sister-in-law passed away. One of our team members of 18 years um, passed away very peacefully in his sleep, but still it was horrible. And Mm. then one of my team members in Hyderabad, his father passed away. So it was one of those moments to where there's a lot to celebrate, a lot to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was sadness built into that, mm-hmm. and that's just part of the human experience, yeah, right? Indeed. And so that was super, super low. Um, and then you bounce away, and then I've got a week. I've got a week off, and I'm doing volunteer work all week this week. I've mm-hmm. got a board meeting, doing some speaking engagements, helping pour back into some people, speaking at Dallas Baptist this week, which I'm very excited awesome. about. That's yep. great. So it's been one of those. It's just like cup overfloweth. Oh, overfloweth. Yes. Overfloweth. We've had really good weeks. All right. Hilo. All right, so now we got to jump in. Okay, so fast here's... Fast questions. Oh. Fast questions, okay. which is kind of an oxymoron. Okay. They are questions, but rarely are they fast. We're going to have to do them fast because we're running, we're gonna run out of time. running out of time. I know. So, Dutch, <laughs> love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last meal on earth. Oh. My it's mama's fried chicken. Oh. Ooh. It bite me over And her peach cobbler. Ooh. <laughs> okay, yeah. We need I'll, an invite. Yes. We're, we're going to need a preview. Your favorite thing in your closet? Shoes. Any, just a particular shoe or all of oh, them? Oh, yeah. I've got this really cute pink flower shoe. Ooh. has this nice, nasty little heel on Ooh. it. It's super I girly it. and fringed. It's gorgeous. I love it. <laughs> uh, biggest pet peeve? Um, people that smack. Oh, <laughs> high cannot, five. Cannot that is Close me, your mouth. Close me, your mouth. And I am married to a smacker. Oh my, me too. Oh. Me I have too. To, if I'm not eating oh my God. and he's eating it's in horrible. the room, I have to either leave or tell him to leave. It's horrible. And, I'm, it's and I'll so just bad. give him the side eye. Yes. And then I don't know how I was long like, is married. that good? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now okay. I just roll my eyes. I just give a good mm-hmm. eye roll. Like, oh. I've only been married five, but I've been with him half over half my life. So. They started dating at fourteen. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So y'all got some some. You're oh, bested. Yeah. So he knows. <laughs> he knows. I just I'm like. Sounds they, good. They may need He's counseling. Like, it is. Uh huh. Yeah. Smacking smackers. Counseling. Yeah. Uh, non-smackers yeah. unite. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my god. 
a habit you will never break. Smacking. <laughs> no. Uh, probably biting on my inner oh. jaw. Oh, uh-huh. that's hard. Yeah, hard. Um, your current obsession. Oh, I have a lot. Uh, Just the first one that comes to your mind. Current obsession. Um... I'm watching makeup tutorials every single day. I don't know why, fun. but I'm like obsessed with That's these so girls fun. who are doing these makeup tutorials I and I can't it. even figure it out. I'm just watching them. <laughs> I can't, I don't do the demonstrations. I just watch them. They're, who does that? They're <laughs> crazy. That's so funny. All right. Last TV. one. One thing you would tell your younger self. Oh, I love this one. She's already given all the way out. Oh the good God. Tips. I know, but her younger self. It's okay to be different. I love it. Drop and the own, mic. And own your voice. Yeah. Different is sometimes, like, that makes you <sighs> cool. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Different is the new cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah Sis, yeah. this has been fabulous. I know. I'm so sad it's over. Will you come back sometime later and, and yes, hang with us please. again? I, I know it's to. such a hour-long drive, but. I would love to. We'll buy you breakfast anytime. (laughs) Breakfast was great. Thank you so much. This is great. You are amazing. Thank you for what you do. Uh, Continue to do that. We're going to put a ton of stuff in the show notes. How can people find you and reach out to you? They can find me at Mm DemiAustinThomas.com. Got it. They can also find me on Instagram at DemiAustinThomas. And on Facebook at DemiAustinThomas. See? I see a theme. Yeah. I see a theme. I'll have all of those links in the show notes so everybody can find you in all the different places. Wow. Thank you for being a professional unpacker. Thank you unpacker. so much for having me. And thank you for what you guys do. I love this dad and daughter duo because I'm so big on those moments. Yes. This is so, this yeah. is so big. I, I love it. Too. This is thank great. you so much. Thank you. All right, thank sis. You. We got a, we got a fabulous day ahead of us. You ready? Yep. Love you, sis. Love you too, Papa Sam. See you. Bye. Bye.